0: IT'S TIME FOR A CHANGE! Oh, yeah! I have so much anger, I feel like I've been raped! In the face! Raged. At no point in your rambling were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Alright, motherfuckers, welcome to the element of surprise. My name is Chadwick J. Suett and I'm your host on this little fucking shindig we like to take together every once in a while. Uh, ah, been a while while since I opened it up that way. You can check us out at EOS Mentally That is our hosting site. We're also on Castbox and Spotify. Check out our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash EOS Mentally Irregular. Check out the EOS group from there. Join, enjoy, be a member, you know, play what you're a member, whatever you want to do. All right, so we got some shit to get to today. Uh, I'm going to open it up right off the bat with uh, some sex toys that were created by maniacs. Let's just go with that. Uh, so, did you know, uh, you guys know those real dolls and shit, right? You know they have ones that are midgets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in case you're... Okay, let me start here. So, you're a human being. You're, you're, you're a dude or a woman who's like, you know what I want? I want one of them real dolls. I want one of those very realistic-looking uh, dolls for, for, all my, for all my carnal pleasures, for all my carnal needs. And uh, you go in there, and they've got, they have got—they can make it look like your dead wife, they can make it look like a celebrity, and you're like, nope, not, none of that's for me. I want mine to be two feet tall, I want it to have the stubbiest arms and legs imaginable, and I want it to have a weird-shaped, oversized cranium, like uh, Billy Barty does did or I wanted to have like I just basically I just wanted to be a torso and you could just have like chicken wing nubs sticking off the arms and fucking like turkey legs sticking off the bottom like Vern Troyer. And people they're like, you know, because it's the fucking sex doll industry, it's the real doll industry, they're not gonna ask no fucking questions. They're just like yes. Yes we'll do that. Matter of fact I don't even think they, you do probably, they don't even need to make that. They're probably like, hold on, let me go get one. And they just go into their storeroom. They're like, it's amazing that we have somebody ask for one of these. Nobody's asked for one of these yet. You're the first. You're the first person to ask us for one of these. And you're like, one of what? And they're, they're just like, oh, you know, we're not going to say it. We're not capable of saying it out loud. So yeah, those are a fucking thing. You know what else they've got? That are uh, real. Somebody took the time to invent this. Oversized vibrators. Oversized. And I'm talking like 16 inches long or longer. With like the girth of basically a like a, a Yankee Candle. Like one of those Yankee Candle jars. And they sell those. They're like the size of a fucking rolling pin is what they reminds me of. Only if your rolling pin was a dick. And um, yeah, they sell those. Because, you know, there's a whole fucking there's a whole fucking sub genre, subculture of giants out there who were upset that the vibrators they were getting were just too small for their gigantic fucking hands. Just people with fucking pituitary disorders and an oversized head and those gigantic fucking hands the size of cast iron skillets. They they were pissed off they didn't have any vibrators in their size. So they got, somebody's like, you know what, I'm gonna fix this issue, I'll fix this problem for you right now, ma'am, let me, let me go get your freakishly large body a vibrator of your size, and he comes back with basically a rolling pin that he's hollowed out and just put, like, some vibrating fucking toys in there, and just around, and that's what he fucking created, um... For those uh, males out there that like rings, and I think you know what I mean by rings. Uh, by rings, obviously, I'm talking about cock rings. Um, I'm going to say that a- a- again. Cock rings that you put on your dick. Somebody created one that looks like barbed wire or has spikes on it, and they're made of metal. So, you know, nothing nothing says, I know what's gonna, what's going to heighten my sexual pleasure. I know what's going to make me feel even more even more in the moment than I'm already feeling. A cock ring? Oh, not just any cockring. My cock ring needs to be shaped like the cra- like the, the thorny crown of Jesus. And it needs to dig into me and leave scars on pretty much everything. It hits. It just needs to rip flesh from bone and literally or figuratively. And you know, it's just a bloody mess. It's just a bloody mess. But somebody out there thought that those are, those are necessary. hey, you know what we don't got enough of? What's that? We don't get enough cock rings that will actually, like, adhere themselves into you painfully and just basically tear your dick right off and just slash your balls into nothingness. And your balls are like an empty sheet. Like, you know that empty fucking torn up sheet that people hang up outside to fucking air dry? Like, to in the sun. And the wind blows it and it's just like... Whoosh, that's, that's your ball sack now. That's what your ball sack is and uh jesus christ also apparently they uh you know for those of for those uh people who like to get into fantasies there um is an entire fucking thing of uh like rubber dicks and dildos but they're not shaped like humans they're shaped like quote unquote dragons who in the fuck decided what a dragon's dick looks like and then Obviously, because the only way you could make money off that was to go to the sex industry and be like, you know what, I need uh, a bunch of these made out of fucking silicone now I'm selling them. And they're like, how about we just buy the idea from you? And they're like, that's fine too, but can I still get one for myself? Don't ask questions. Uh, Yeah, those. And then uh, for the flip side, for the men, they have vaginas that have literal fucking tentacles, like fucking Cthulhu or Davy Jones' beard. And you put a battery in it and the fucking tentacles move around and they move around. These exist. Somebody said, yes, yes, I got a great idea. Billion dollar idea for an already billion dollar industry. This is going to fucking change the game. This is going to change the fucking game. And here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make dragon dicks and people are going to buy them because they're going to love that shit. If there's, you know what? I've been married for twenty-three years. And if there's one thing my wife has been harping on me about since since we were dating, since we were dating in college, is that she never got to fuck a dragon. She never got to fuck a giant flying lizard that breathes fire. So I'd like to make that fantasy come true. Or you know what my husband has been really nagging me about? He says that whenever we're banging that there's just not enough squid action down there. He doesn't feel like, you know, like the tentacles are wrapping around his body and stuff like that. So let's, let's get that fucking going. Yeah. No, these are fucking things made by maniacs, people. If you are... Okay, let me put it to you this way. You've listened to my podcast. You know the way my mind works. You've heard the shit that's come out of my mouth. If... And not one time in my life have I ever sat down and said, Hmm, you know what I think the world can benefit from? You know what I think we can do that would improve things on Earth for in the late 90s, 2000s, and 20, 2010s, and now the 2020s? I, I got the perfect way. Chadwick J. Seward has now got the perfect way to increase humanity's pleasure. And it's a game changer. It's going to change everything. People are going to be so stunned by it. It might cause world peace. It might cause world peace. What we need to do is we need to make rubber sex toys that look like a frightened cat's face. That's it. And then it needs to have the real cat teeth in there. You get cat teeth and you put it in there, and then you stick your dick in it, and the cat teeth shred you up. Bam! Billion dollar idea. I just changed the industry. Uh, For the record, if any of you show up with fucking cat heads, silicone cat heads, that you're supposed to have sex with, I'm going to fucking call the police on you. And uh, I don't care if it was my idea. I don't care if you're like, oh, Chad, that was your idea. No, no. What is wrong with you? Go away. All right. Now that I got that out of the way, I did ask you all to uh, ask me some would you rather questions. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and answer those for you right now. So the first one comes from Billy H., who asked the question, would I rather date Taylor Swift or deliver to Antonio Brown's house? And uh, the answer for that is delivered to Antonio Brown's house. I don't want to be within a hundred miles of Taylor Swift unless absolutely necessary, because I, I believe that she is a demon succubus who will uh, suck the very soul out of me and then write a song about it for to to, to make her next album a hit. So th- there is your answer, sir. I would deliver to Antonio Brown's house. For the record, I do have to add that being that I'm a hockey guy and not a football guy, it took me like a week and a half to figure out who Antonio Brown was. And yeah, I could have just Googled it, but I'm, I'm like, no, I know that name. It's somewhere locked in the fucking, in, 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 in the brain. I know it's in there. So I had to think of it on my own. And I, then, I, then I realized, oh yeah, he's that football dude. So yeah, I would deliver to Antonio Brown's house before I'd even look twice at Taylor Swift. There's your answer. The next question comes from Tiffany N, who asked, Would you rather have taste buds on your feet or on your hands? And the answer is very clear, Tiffany. You should know this already. You worked with me. You know me. I'm going to have the taste buds on my hands. And yeah, I know people are going to say, Oh, well, you touch everything. That's gross. Can you imagine how many gross things you taste? Yeah, but it's better than just repeatedly tasting the inside of my own sock and tasting my own sweat all the time. And maybe the rug when I get home, or the inside of the shower. I mean, you know, I pee in the shower. I don't want to taste my own piss on my feet while I'm in the shower. So yeah, taste buds on the hands. I'd get a little taste of everything. I'd know what everything in the world tastes like, and it would be wondrous. I could write a book about it. And while I'm writing the book, I could know what the pencil tastes like while I'm writing. Or the keyboard as I clickety-clack. You know, however I go about writing a book. So, um... (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I'd have taste buds on my hands. There, That is your answer. And uh, the final question comes from my good friend EOS correspondent and uh, off-time uh, movie commentary collaborator, Mr. William Signs, who asks this, this fucking epic, epic fucking question. He says, Chad, would you rather... Give yourself a vasectomy while on a heroic, and heroic is in quotes, while on a heroic dose of LSD, or start on an episode of MasterChef in which self-cooking is the task, i.e. Chad flanks anyone? And uh, the answer is definitely going to cook myself. Um, Mainly because I don't want to, uh, you know what, actually no, no, I take that back. I'll do the vasectomy on the LSD, because I've been wanting a vasectomy for a while now, and, uh, you know, I just don't have the, my insurance just doesn't cover it, and, uh, you know, because my insurance is what they call non-existent. So, because of that, my insurance won't cover the vasectomy, so I'll, I'll take a quote-unquote heroic dose of LSD and give myself a vasectomy. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to fucking film that, b- by all means. You ever seen the movie Hard Candy. I'm assuming it'll be a little bit like that, except for just, like, me screaming at fucking lampshades and stuff the whole time. Which actually leads me to my question, Bill. I've got a question in return for you, sir. Um, what is a, quote, heroic dose of LSD? What, what does that quantify? What quantifies a dose of LSD to be heroic? Because um, any, any amount of LSD, for me is the type of, is the amount of LSD that I would consider to be heroic. Uh, but that being said, I, I'm not the person asking the question here. You are. So what do you determine to be a heroic dose of LSD? Are you talking like like a fucking, like a Mountain Dew can? Just filled to the brim with liquid fucking LSD? And I drink that down? Because first off, if I did that, I would, I would think that I was a fucking palm tree for the rest of my fucking life. And I'd constantly be screaming about, I don't want my coconuts to fall off. Which is kind of funny, being that I'd be yelling that while I'm doing a vasectomy on myself. Um... But, you know, I need to know more details about this. But other than that, it's going to be the vasectomy. It's going to—it's definitely going to be the vasectomy. Now, the cooking, like, you know, part of myself, I'm all about that, but I'd have to eat it. I'd also have to eat it and regain the strength from within my own cooked flanks. And, uh, you know, plus there's not much of me to go around. I don't know who, who'd want to eat some Chad flanks. But, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would like to see me on, uh, a, a, again, heroic doses of LSD, Attempting to give myself a vasectomy so um, Yeah, that there is your answer sir, and I thank you all for the questions Uh, Maybe next time we'll get more questions. I do like the would you rather questions and uh, You know, so I'll just put that back out there, you know I'll just make that a recurring thing if anybody just wants to ask me would you rather questions if they're there I'll I'll, I'll answer them Uh, This next next bit of uh, information. I've got to share with you. These are laws These are real laws in states around the United States of America. uh, Because, you know, not that fucking other United States. Why would I want that? So here's some real laws for you. We're going to start off with Colorado. So in the state of Colorado, there is no catapulting. No catapulting under any circumstances. That's the law. If you go to Colorado and you bring your catapult with you, you're allowed to own it. But the minute you fire that fucker off, you are going to jail. This is an actual fucking law. In Colorado, no matter what the situation or how it would call for any form of catapulting, you can't, you can't, you're, you can't do it. You cannot do so. Or you will be arrested. Absolutely no fucking catapulting allowed under any circumstances. You know, I mean, what, what, if, what if you're in a life or death situation? Where catapulting is literally your only hope of survival. Will you be arrested for saving your own life or possibly the lives of others via catapult? In Colorado, you will. Okay, so let, let's put yourself in this situation here. Let, let's, let's do some uh, mental imagery. All right, everybody close your eyes. All right, so imagine now that you and your loved ones are, are in Colorado. And wherever you're at, you're surrounded by a huge fire. Huge fire. You can't escape just by running through it or driving through it. It's huge. And all you have at your disposal to get away from this fire is a catapult. Now, you're totally going to use that fucking catapult to get yourself and your loved ones the fuck out of there. But you're also going to be breaking the law while you do it. So now you're a criminal. You know, I I I I wonder specifically what happened with a catapult... In the past, in Colorado, that made lawmakers just be like, nope, no fucking way, no fucking catapulting, we're done with that shit. Because you know something had to have happened. No catapulting isn't exactly something that you just land on without a reason or a previous incident of catapulting that was uh, (laughs) catapulting of criminal levels. You know, you don't just fucking bring your own catapulting prejudices to the table and just toss that law out there. There was 100% a catapulting-related occurrence that made the governing body of Colorado make that fucking law and just make all forms of catapulting illegal out there. Um, Jesus Christ. All right, next law. We've got C- Connecticut. I always want to say Connecticut. Uh, connecticut. Um, it is illegal for pickles not to bounce. I am not fucking making this up. You can look this. You Google this shit. If you are in the state of Connecticut and you've got a pickle and you drop that pickle and it doesn't bounce, you've broken the law. You've you brought a you brought a bounceless pickle into the state. You fucking criminal. Go to jail. This is literally the stu- one of the stupidest laws I've ever heard of, by the way. But it's it's fucking real. I, I really looked into it. I when I came across this one, I was like, nah, no fucking way. Well, who gives a shit about the bounciness of pickles? Apparently, people in Connecticut do. A lot. Um, okay. In Florida, it is illegal to sell children. No selling children in Florida. Like, I feel like this should be something that everybody's aware of, and, uh, you know, also something that nobody should have to be told not to do. But, you know, Florida is a cesspool of insane people, so I'm just not surprised that they had to physically write out the law in the state not to sell children. Um... I'm, I'm not surprised that that had to just be fucking laid out there. Because, remember, it is a felony to sell children pretty much fucking anywhere in the U.S., but it's super illegal in Florida. If you're caught selling children in Florida, I, I guess they just kill you on the spot. I don't know. Um, okay, in Idaho, in the state of Idaho, there is... Now, this isn't really a law, but it's a legal ban, it's, a, it's an active legal ban on cannibalism in the state of Idaho, um, as, as uh, cannibalism is considered non-consensual consumption, and I'm reading that directly from the fucking website. There's an active ban on cannibalism in the state of Ohio, Idaho because cannibalism is, and I'm quoting again, considered non-consensual consumption. Bitch, you fucking eating people! I'm guessing that means if you can get somebody to legally consent to allowing you to eat them, all's good in the neighborhood in Idaho. Be like, oh, no, no, they signed a waiver. Let me see that waiver. Has it been notarized? Yeah, no, no, we got it notarized and everything. All right, please eat away. Continue consuming this human being. No! You know, again, my big question is, my big question, again, is much like with the catapulting, is how much cannibalism was going on in Idaho that they would just had to put an active ban on it. What level of cannibalism was just running rampant in the state of Idaho? And how big of a problem did Idaho have with roaming groups of cannibals? It's, like I said, with the catapulting thing, there had to be a, speci- there has to be a specific fucking reason. There had to be an incident that occurred that they were just like, stop fucking eating people. No more. No more fucking eating people. So yeah, there's an active ban in the state of Idaho. Now, granted, it's illegal everywhere, but in Idaho, it's it's severely frowned upon, and they've they've gone as far uh, far enough to categorize it again as non-consensual consumption, which again leads me to believe that if you get someone to fucking agree to it and you get that shit signed and notarized, consume away, motherfucker. You can eat that person. Num num num. In Minnesota, Minnesota, in Minnesota, there are, okay, in Minnesota, there is a law that's, and I'm reading this again verbatim, no, it is illegal, the act of, it is illegal to commit the act of greasing or oiling your swine. Listen, listen, I know long snowy winters can get boring, but if you're in Minnesota and it's a misdemeanor, to take place in, quote, any activity in which a pig is oiled or greased, then what fucking level of boredom have you hit? What sort of greased pig activities go on in Minnesota? Also, why is it only a fucking misdemeanor? Aren't there any greased pig felonies that one can take part in, or are all greased pig-related actions only of misdemeanor levels? Here's what we got to do. Here's what we're going to do. Follow along here. Again, close them eyes. Use your mentally irregular imagination. we got to make this happen. We need a truckload of pigs. And all the grease we can muster. Because we're going to straight up go to Minnesota's state line. Grease the unholy fuck out of some pigs. And then just unleash them across the state line. Now, we won't actually be in Minnesota. So... As far as we're concerned, there have been no laws broken, no misdemeanors committed by our pig greasing ways. Just a crew of grease-happy pig handlers. That's all we'll be. The fact that our greased pigs just happen to be ending up in Minnesota is happenstance. Deliberate, planned happenstance. So we need to make that happen. I, we've got to grease a shitload of fucking swine and just unleash them right at the Minnesota state line over into Minnesota. Because anybody that goes to try to catch them is now committing a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, we are not. That's just pure deliberate happenstance. And yes, I know that happenstance is kind of the fucking point. Thank you. Uh, Oh, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, in the lovely state of New Jersey, because you know so much fucking shit goes on in New Jersey, in Jersey... There's a law state that states, no murdering while wearing a bulletproof vest. Yupperdue, no killing unless you are vulnerable and thereby able to be killed as well. If you're armored while committing murder, you will be charged with a crime. I mean, murder's fucking illegal pretty much everywhere, but, uh, if you're armored and you're in New Jersey when you commit that crime, they're going to they're going to really slap the cuffs on you. That's a that's going to be a major slap on the wrist. Let's go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, you there there is no wrestling of bears. It is illegal to wrestle a bear in the state of one, uh, Oklahoma. It is 100% illegal to promote, engage in, or be employed by any event or organization in which the wrestling of a bear takes place. Now this, this seems fucking ridiculous to me. Because if you're wrestling a bear, anything but, holy fuck, I'm wrestling a bear, shouldn't be on your list of worries. You shouldn't be like, oh man, I, I really hope I don't get fucking arrested for wrestling this bear. No, motherfucker, you're wrestling a bear. That's, that shit shouldn't Man, I really hope I don't get in trouble for wrestling this bear. If you take if you're bothering to take that kind of time, you shouldn't be wrestling the bear. You're going to lose. Now, let me put it to you this way. Unless you're the only the manliest of men, you're going to lose anyway. But if you do it in Oklahoma, you you're going to go to jail. Whatever's whatever if if you if you survive the bear mauling, you're going to jail. Utah. Welcome to Utah. Utah. No missiles. Allowed within bus terminals. Yeah. In the state of Utah, no missiles are allowed. Bring, nor hurl, nor launch a missile of any kind from within a bus terminal. In the state of Utah. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you have some missiles and are thinking to yourself, hey, I bet the bus station here in Salt Lake City would be a great and welcoming place to go with all of my missiles, think again. Because, Sunshine, you're going to get arrested. How fucking cool would it be to say that whenever you got to jail, though? How fucking cool would that be? Hey, man, what are you in for? Oh, I have access to many missiles, and uh, I just decided to terminal to possibly hurl or launch them. That would just have to be the one, one of the most badass reasons ever to go to jail. They would take you straight to Guantanamo Bay. No one would fuck with you. Seriously, who's going to fuck with the guy who just goes out and about with fucking missiles? Just hangs out in bus terminals with missiles? Nobody. So if they send you to just a regular fucking Utah jail, everyone else in there is going to fucking... They're either going to not fuck with you at all, or they're going to completely fuck with you and be like, where's your missiles now, bitch? Let's go to Delaware. Let's hop, skip, and jump out to lovely Delaware. Is Delaware lovely? I don't know. Okay, so in Delaware, you better not sell your cat or dog's hair because that's illegal. Matter of fact, not only is it illegal, it's a felony. I'm assuming inspired by Cruella DeVille, but you will also be banned from pet ownership in the state for 15 years after your conviction. So let's analyze this. Let's say you've got a cat or a dog, and you shave it, and you just decide to keep clumps of their hair for whatever fucked up reason you keep cat or dog hair. And then you're like, man, what am I going to do with all this cat or dog hair here? I know. I'll sell it. I'll sell it on the open market. I hear that dog hair is going for a pretty penny these days, and cat hair is off the fucking charts. If you are caught doing that, you are committing a felony, and then you go to jail, and then after your time is served, you're then banned for 15 more years from owning a pet. But, I mean, let's be serious, though. If you're in the business of selling the fur of domesticated dogs and cats, then you probably aren't really the best pet owner to begin with. So, that's kind of fair. Alright. Let's move on to Missouri. <coughs> Pardon me. I need to. I need to freshen up. I need to wet my whistle. Ah. All right. So Missouri. All right. This one is. Uh, this one is a doozy. And uh, I'm not saying that. I'm. I'm not saying that uh, it's. All of you will agree. But I am saying that I just talked about a law, where they put a fucking ban on cannibalism. And this is. This one tops that. In the state of Missouri, if a bull or ram over the age of one year runs rampant for a period of more than three full days, it becomes legal for any person to castrate that animal without assuming any liability for any damage done to the animal. How in the fuck does this very specific set of things become something that a governing body of any kind needs to address nonetheless put into law? At what point is shit going down in Missouri? How can I be part of it? Why does the bull or ram need to be more than a year old? Why... Are they allowed to run rampant for a full 72 hours before it becomes legal to castrate them? Why are we castrating them? How did that specifically become a legal action to take? And what the fuck is happening? This is is the most insane thing I think I've ever read in my entire life. And in Missouri, they're like, oh no, yeah, man, you can't do that. You get your bull out there, but you've been running rampant for fucking three days. Three full days, you know. Just pretty much anybody with a, with a knife in their hand can go up there and castrate it. What the fuck? Who's running Missouri? Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Oh, let's go to Arkansas. Let's go to my dad's state. My, 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 my bio dad's uh, home state of Arkansas. Further proving that Arkansas is the absolute worst state in, uh, out of the 50 states there are, it is illegal in the state of Arkansas to pronounce Arkansas incorrectly, which is fucking hilarious. Since their accents down there are so fucking ridiculous, they can barely pronounce anything correctly. How can a state full of people who are physically incapable of saying the words, you all, would you like to or guitar, correctly, have a law about mispronouncing anything. A Jedi Master once said, the ability to speak does not make you intelligent, and if you want proof of this, go to fucking Arkansas, and spend a day just talking to anyone there. You'll see what I mean. Listen, listen, I might sound a little biased here and a little prejudiced, and that's because I am. I've lived in Arkansas because my stupid ass bio dad and his mother violating penis live there. So I've had my fair share of trying to understand these people. And it's a combo of mumbled gibberish and mis- mispronounced words left and right. Some of the only times they can be understood is when they're talking about God, in which case, I advise do not engage. Because being from Arkansas means you worship a version of the same God as all others who follow Christianity, except for specific only to the state of Arkansas. Yeah, they say it's the same God and everything like that, but if, if you're from not Arkansas, that God don't give a shit about you. Also, most of the people in Arkansas are always, they look very angry, like all the time. Like, they're not allowed to smile under any circumstances. Like, even if they're super happy. And that's just how they are. I, I, there was literally, short, long story short, there was a time where I, my father just looked pissed. I was living down there. My father just looked pissed. I said, oh, dad, what do you, you, you look mad. Is everything okay? He's like, nah, son, I'm happy. He's like, I'm, I, I'm happy. No, no sarcasm in his voice. He was legitimately fucking happy. Look on his face, said, I, I want to murder someone. I'm going to rip their throat out with my teeth. But he was a happy guy. So, yeah, uh, there's, it's illegal in the state of Arkansas to mispronounce the word, the, this name Arkansas incorrectly. And that's just fucking hilarious. So, yeah, if you go to Arkansas and you're like, yeah, I'm in R, Kansas, you'll get slapped with a misdemeanor. And they'll, they'll hit you with uh, up to a $750 fine. All right, kids, let's go to Rhode Island. Finally, I'll leave you with this one. In the state of Rhode Island someone who bites off another person's limb will face no more than 20 years in prison and no less than one, but only if it was proven that it was done to maim the victim on purpose. So so let's break this down, shall we? Uh, first, if you're going around biting entire limbs off, I, I've got some questions. Number one, how? How do you unhinge... do you, you, how, do you fucking unhinge your jaw like a snake? Two, why? What is with the limb biting? Cut that shit out. Next, it says, if convicted, you will spend no more than 20 years in jail. Not one day more. 20 years is the absolute maximum amount of time that ...on purpose to maim and no less than one full year. Here's the next thing. It needs to be proven that you're out there biting limbs off... ...with the specific plan and intent of maiming and hobbling people. If you've just got a mouthful of, like, Baraka teeth from Mortal Kombat... Remember Baraka? He had the arm blades. Well, if you just got a mouthful of fucking, like, blender Baraka teeth... ...and you just go around biting people's limbs off... ...but you're not doing it with any intent to harm... You've got it made in the shade, brother. I mean, I mean, except for your fucking, like, monster mouth and shit, but hey. However, if you're going around deliberately maiming people via bite, all willy-nilly and such, look out. Because the next year to 20 years of your life are going to be spent in jail. And those are real fucking laws. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is the greatest country on the planet. By the way. We have an active ban on cannibalism and uh, if you're just going around biting off people's legs and shit like that, uh, you know, make sure you're not trying to maim them when you're doing it. The fuck? Alright, I think to end this episode, I'm going to tell you about, I got a new job. I'm not going to tell you about my new job. I'm going to tell you about giving my two weeks at my last job. And since I know a lot of my listeners uh, work at my last job, this is probably going to cost some shit. But, uh, I don't work there anymore, so I don't give a shit. Um, okay. So. As I said, I I got a new job. I was, uh, I was actually, um, actively fucking, uh, sought out for this one. Normally, it's, I'm sick of a place, I put out applications, somebody gets back to me. Uh, that's not at all what happened in this this case. I, I was working my job, and, uh... They just, I just started getting phone calls and everything from the, this new place. And they're like, oh, well, you know, how much are you making there? And I told them and they said, well, this is what we're offering. This is the position. You know, I really thought about it. And then ultimately I, I ended up, you know, taking the job. They, they, they offered me the position. I, I, I took the position. And, um, yeah, so then I had to put in my, my two weeks at my previous job. Now, for anybody that's listened to the episode "Cleaning Out the Soul" that I did uh, about a month and a half back, you'll know that uh, to open that episode, I, I was going through some rough a rough spot with my previous job. Now, that being said, the people, or a lot of the people, I should say, not all the people, a lot of the people that work there, that I worked with there, are are people that I genuinely am, am genuinely like glad I've had the, the chance to to have met. They're, they're people that I've, I'm glad were part of my life for that time, and I'm, I'm, you know there are some of them that I'm going to continue to have be part of my life. They're great people. Um, that being said, I, I had to go to my manager, my supervisor. Uh, she's 21 years old, and then I had to tell her that I was putting in my two weeks. And because she's 21 years old and reacts to things like a 21-year-old would uh it did not go over well why don't you like it here anymore no i just got to do what's right financially for me and my family well i mean you've only been here about a year yeah i got to do what's right for me and my family if, if you were in my position when you do the same i'm not in your position okay all right you're not in my position that's fine anyway put my two weeks in so uh there's that all right so I go back to work. I, I, I go back and I do the professional thing. And I write up a, a letter of resignation and send the email to the CEO and my managers and my supervisor and all that. And I, I'm very professional about it, about it. Like a level of professionalism, anybody that fucking knows me would be like shocked to to know I went through. Because I, I want to do it right. You know, like I said, there's good people there. It's just I had to do, I had to, you know go where go where the money is basically i can't make a living off of twelve dollars an hour in 2020 with a family of three so that's uh you know i I did what was right for me and uh again first off her reaction to it was kind of like like she was personally offended a little bit i i I think and you know for those of you that uh still work there and know who i'm talking about um you know, she'll probably deny it up and down or say that I'm making shit up. but I you know, I was there. I know what the fucking conversation was. I, what, what, what do I, what benefit do I have to make this shit up? None. It doesn't bother. It doesn't benefit me in any way. I don't fucking work there anymore. I'm not trying to win friends. I already have friends there. Two, So I go back to work and I do I go, you know, super professional about it. and I go in every day and I'm doing my job. And I make it three days into my, because I I, I gave them my two weeks on a Friday, on a Friday afternoon. And so the following Monday, I go in, I do my work. Tuesday, Wednesday rolls around. And uh, the way our computer systems work there with the phones is, you know, you log in every day and you put the headphones on. You put the, you know, it was call center. You put the headphones on and yada, 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 yada. So I'm on the phone and uh, it just cuts out. And then I look at my screen and it says, you've been automated, you've been, uh, logged out by your supervisor and or manager or remotely logged out. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I get turned around and there, there's, there's the, the manager and my supervisor. And I'm like, Hey, can we talk to you for a minute? I'm like, sure. So I go into the, uh, go into the office with them. And, uh, you know, again, a lot of, uh, a lot of the fact that, uh, my supervisor was 21 years old and. Apparently takes things more personally than she lets on. Um, it, it didn't go over well. Uh, you know, I got a lot of the whole, uh, you know, hey man, you're 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 gonna be leaving anyway, so you know, if you don't want to finish out the two weeks, we're we're good with that. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good finishing out the two weeks. Uh, you know, and they're like, ah, you know, it's. You don't really have to. I'm like, you don't really want me to, do you? Mm, well, you know, I mean, you're going to be leaving. Your head's probably not in the game. They're, they're basically saying get up and go without saying get up and go. Because, you know, I see it from their point of view. Why pay me? Why continue to pay me for those two weeks whenever I'm leaving anyway? That's, I've already said I was done. Let's just cut that fucking umbilical cord. Cut that cord. Send that baby loose out in the world. And, oh, what a mistake you've made. Because now I've been the professional one for once in my fucking life I've been the professional one and you're gonna open this can of worms you're gonna dig this fucking grave are we okay you're gonna spit in this baby's mouth so they do that and then they come out and they stand there in the in the uh, at my cubicle with me with a box in front of all my other You know, co-workers and friends. Well, I pack up my shit. Now, everybody else there already knew that I had put in my two weeks. So, it's not like they're like, oh, did you get fired? What's going on? But, you know, it's like they have to add that little bit of fucking humiliation to it. Just like, oh, we got a box. Look who's packing up. We're walking him out. Don't forget to turn over your badge to the door because... If with the, if you got that badge, you could just walk in here anytime. You might come back in here like a psychopath with a sawed-off shotgun and start blowing heads off. Yep, because that's me. That's what I do. So now you know. There's just a, they like to humiliate people, and it's not just this company. It's 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 all companies in this as- aspect. If you if you willingly leave and try to be professional, they will try to break you down to be not professional. In the end. I promise you. That is it. That goes not just for the company I came from, but for every company in the world. Matter of fact, the bigger the company, and the more money the company uh, has coming into it, the more unprofessional they try to make you look when you're leaving. Because... They do take it personally. It's a 50-50 split, actually. I think 50-50 is they don't want to pay you for those last two weeks if they don't have to. And the other bit is, well, you had a good thing going on here. Why why, why, are you, why, are you leaving? You had a really good thing going on here. Yeah, you know, it's not personal. It had nothing to do with the fucking job. It had to do with the fucking fact that I was offered a position closer to home for making more money. And uh, that's that. You know, but that being said, I, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to miss that kind of fucking bullshit. I'm not going to miss the fact that, uh, management has no idea what the fuck is going on on the, uh, on the call floor. And that the people that should be in charge are, you know, uh, not. And, uh, you all know who you are. And the people that are in charge probably shouldn't be, uh... So I'm not going to miss that at all. What I am going to miss there, I'm going uh, to miss some of the people. And th- you guys all know who you are. Um, you know, but that being said, next time, I'm not going to give a two-week notice. Next time, I'm going to give a two-day notice. And it's going to be on a Friday. And then I'm going to show up that Monday in dress clothes and just get my shit and leave. One day, two days. Two-day notice. That's all you need. That's really all you need. Is it professional? Nope. But, you know, I, I, I just I learned firsthand what taking the professional route does. As a, it does. And it leads to me sitting around the house for a week when I probably could have been recording this podcast. But instead, you know, fucking focusing on my uh, mental shit. but that way I don't lose my goddamn mind. Trying to balance myself out and not do anything fucking stupid. Bows! That was Bouse. Um, but yeah, so that was the story of my, uh, my two week notice. Uh, for those of you that, uh, still work there who do listen to this podcast, who I have called friend, know know this, that if I call you a friend, it literally means that it's you, are somebody that I value and value having in my life. If uh, you don't feel the same way, that's okay. I'm a big boy. That's not going to bug me. I've said this before. Uh, that being said, if you're somebody that works there who listens to this podcast and I have not called you a friend, you are basically an acquaintance and that's about it. But, uh, you know, to, to those of you who are, who I did consider my friends there who do listen to this podcast, you know, take care of yourselves, stay in touch. Uh, the episodes of the element of surprise will keep coming and, uh, you know, I do want to say uh, one thing before I uh, end up, before I finish up this episode is that um, I have, uh, through, through means I'm not going to divulge, I've gotten to contact with B.C. Steel from IWC Wrestling. And I'm going to have B.C. Steel as a guest on this podcast in two short weeks. And we're going to talk fucking pro wrestling. And I'm just going to let him go. So, uh, BC, I know you're listening to this. Mr. Steele, And, uh, you know, I look forward to having you. It's going to be a fun episode. Um, That being said, as always, check out a Fireside Chat hosted by our good friend, Ryan McCormick, The Grimace. Uh, That is on Libsyn. Check out McSauce, hosted by Ian, Paul, and Matt on Podomatic and on YouTube. Check out Case in Point, hosted by Justin Case on Audio Boom. Check out Lunch After Dark, hosted by Cody and Matt on Podbean. And of course, and as always, without further ado, cue the fucking bear music.